Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 183. Every Royal Caribbean cruise is the kind of vacation experience that offers so many great things to do during the course of your time on board. Shows, dining, exotic places to explore, and much more await you on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And sometimes, there might be a cruise where you want to really make the cruise special. Perhaps it's for a celebration like a birthday or anniversary, or maybe it's just someone's first cruise. Regardless of why, for those that want to enhance their Royal Caribbean cruise and truly make it special, this week, we have our top five ways to make your Royal Caribbean cruise even more memorable. Here we go. Royal Caribbean cruises, if you ask me, are an inherently fun and special kind of vacation experience because they offer so much, because there's so much going on between on board and on shore, and there's so many things that are available for everybody on board, There, that in and of itself, even if you just show up, I think you're going to have a memorable cruise experience. But in many cases, I think people want to even enhance that. And there may be a special celebration. There might be something going on. Maybe it's a surprise. But Whatever the reason, a lot of times people want to be able to make it even more special. Look, we all work really hard during our our day-to-day lives, and we want to reward ourselves. And a cruise is one of the best ways to forget all our troubles and and be able to enjoy our time, whether it's three nights, four nights, seven nights, 14 nights, 59 nights. It really doesn't matter how long the cruise is. The point is we want to have a great time on board. We want to make sure that our time spent is going to be well worth the money we spent, but also something that is going to make us really relish our time there and, quite honestly, have that kind of memories that we look back on months and years from now and say, man, that was a good cruise. And today, we're going to talk about our top five ways to enhance your Royal Caribbean cruise experience. And I guess, like I said earlier, your cruises are going to be fun no matter what. I think it's really hard to get on board a ship and not have a great time. Royal Caribbean does an amazing job with making their cruises something that is going to be one, you know, something to remember. And I think that there are some ways, though, that you can enhance it. And these tips are designed to, again, make it a little more special. I kind of looked at ways that you kind of differentiate your cruise experience. And certainly, looking back on the cruises I've done, I've drawn upon my own experience in ways that I wanted to make it more special, but also looked at ways that I cruise in general and kind of thought about, hmm, how could I improve that if I wanted to splurge a little bit? And I also tried to resist the urge just to say spend a lot of money. Certainly, money makes the world go around, and spending a lot of money, you know, you could throw money at this problem, and I think you would have a memorable experience. I don't think it's necessarily the end-all, be-all, and only way of making it special, I would argue that one thing you can say to make your cruise special is to just spend more time together with the people that you're enjoying the cruise with. Maybe even going to the point of blocking out time, saying, you know what, on day two, from 1 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to sit on our balcony, and we're going to sit there, we're going to hold hands together, and we're just going to enjoy time. Maybe that's what you have to do. That requires, obviously, no extra money, assuming you're going to get a balcony room. But the point is... I don't think that you need to spend money in order to have a great time. Certainly, I think a lot of these are going to be talking about perhaps spending more money than you're used to. But I I do believe you can have a great time on board the ship. Maybe it's seeing a show you've never seen before. Maybe it's revisiting a favorite show on board. And as you know, the entertainment on Royal Caribbean Cruises are included on there. Maybe it's staying up really late one night, even though you're an aging blogger who has trouble staying past 1030 at night. You know, Maybe forcing yourself to do that will result in a wonderful, memorable night. Uh, you know, there, there's lots of different ways you can do that, but I, I think that it's important to understand that yes, you can have a great and memorable cruise experience without spending a whole lot of money. But I think the ones today is going to require uh, a little bit extra money spent. 
And it's just the way that I cruise, but I'm curious to hear what you guys all think as well. And, of course, I like to make these episodes as interactive as possible. So if you have your thoughts about how to make a memorable cruise experience, be sure to email me, Matt, M-A-T-T, at RoyalCrimeBlog.com. Now, let's start off this one with actually something I did uh, one time, and I did it for my upcoming cruise also. And this is something actually before you even, even step foot on a cruise ship, even before you step foot in a cruise terminal. How about booking a first-class airplane ticket or – and or. How about and or? Getting airline lounge access. I did this the first time when I was going on Navigator of the Seas. It was going out of Galveston. I was living in New York City at the time. We had to fly there. And I, while I didn't spring for the first class ticket, I did go for the airline lounge access. Now, many airlines in many airports, not all, not, not all airlines and not all airports, but in many major airports, they have uh, many airlines operate lounges for their customers. And these are lounges that are specifically reserved for folks that, that fly a lot with a particular airline, but you can sometimes purchase access to the lounge, either through the airline directly. Actually, I was able to get mine on eBay. There are vouchers that are given for like friends and family, you know, for folks that, that fly a lot with a particular airline. Now, you need to keep in mind with these, uh, there's, there can be rules. Specifically, sometimes it has to be the airline you're flying on. So if you're booked on a United Airlines flight, only those on United Airlines get into the lounge. That can be the rule. I'm not saying it is the rule. I'm just saying you should research what the rules are. Some airlines don't have those rules. Some airports do. It, you got to look that up. But this was a really fun thing to do because we ended up using it. I plan on using it on the on the departure flight to Galveston. didn't work out that way. I think because the gate where our flight was going out of was different, a different terminal than where the than where the lounge was. But on the way back, it lined up that way. And it was great because the one it was this was actually believe it or not this was the United Airlines, and they have Houston was one of their major uh, uh, hubs or at least it was at the time. And they had a, a nice tr- uh, lounge over there, and it was great. They actually had a, a family room, so we had my at my time that we only had one daughter, but she was just about three years old, and it was great having a dedicated quiet spot in the airport for her to play. There was blocks, there was toys, there was TV, and. You know, of course, as adults, we were able to indulge in some drinks beforehand. So either that or, you know, if you're flying on an airline that doesn't have this ability or, you know, the the whole, you know, you're flying a different, you're flying JetBlue or you're, or the airport you're flying in and out of doesn't have these kind of lounges. The other thing is just to upgrade your ticket. Going business class or first class can be another great way of, of giving yourself a perk, making the, the vacation memorable before you even get there. I think that's really what the key is here. And I know I don't usually splurge for either so having this is kind of a interesting and fun thing and as an example on my upcoming cruise that i'm going on anthem of the seas in march we actually did a uh, we did the upgraded seat on JetBlue because we wanted to have a little more space and i sprung for it even for my kids we actually got a great deal on it so i was able to justify spending a little bit more money on on the airfare so these can be great ways to kind of you know, get the memories going because I guarantee you after this, all other flights will not seem as good. Like, oh man, remember that flight we had on that one cruise? Man, that was a good one. Uh, number two, how about arranging for an in-cabin surprise? Did you know that with Royal Caribbean, you could have certain items delivered to your stateroom without anyone knowing about it? Now, certainly you can tell somebody, but as an example, when uh, for my honeymoon and also for my wife's birthday, we purchased in-room decorations, and they have decorations for anniversaries, they have decorations for birthdays, and some also just generic, hey, you're on a cruise celebration kind of decorations, and basically, 
the stateroom attendant will come in and decorate your room for you. There'll be a number of streamers and signs, and it's just a cool little thing. And certainly, if the person's not expecting it, it could be a very nice surprise going in there. And you can also buy this, by the way, for other folks. Maybe there's a family member who's going on a cruise or you know somebody you know, but you're not going on there. Well, after you get over the jealousy that you're going to endure, you can certainly buy them uh, an in-cabin surprise. You can also arrange to have certain treats delivered, like champagne, chocolate-covered strawberries, cupcakes, and a whole lot more. There's a whole a variety of options. You can check out for all of these. All you have to do is actually go to Royal Caribbean's Gifts section. It used to be called Gifts and Gear. Now they just call it Royal Caribbean Gifts. Anyway, it's a website. You go there before the cruise and you order it online. It's, it's fairly easy, actually. And you can arrange for all these things to be delivered there. And certainly that will make a memory in and of itself, I think, of, of having that kind of a decoration, especially if, you, if it can be waiting for you when, you when you get there. Also, the next, another thing that makes some sense is especially dinner reservation. Now, depending on how you cruise, this may or may not be that special, but maybe it's trying a different restaurant than you've been doing before. Maybe it is you've done, you know, Chops Grill, right? But have you tried the chef's table experience? Have you tried doing the wine pairing at 150 Central Park, right? Trying to do something a little bit different with that can make for a more special occasion. And if you've never tried special dining or it's not really your go-to thing, I think it's really hard to go wrong, especially dinner. I mean, maybe not Johnny Rockets. Nothing got nothing wrong against Johnny Rockets. Nothing, nothing says I love you, honey, like fries and ketchup in a smiley face. But I will tell you that you should probably aim a little bit higher than that. Unless, of course, hey, I know I can already think of one friend. And if she's listening, yes, I know who you're talking. I'm thinking of you. Uh, who thinks Johnny Rockets is amazing and, you know, would, would find that incredibly special. But I will tell you that, uh, you know, there's a lot of great choices. And whether it's Chops Grill, whether it's Johnny Rockets, it really doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're going out of your way to make a reservation and maybe make it for formal nights. You're already dressed up and take some nice photos there. It can really make for a good start to an excellent evening on board. Uh, number four, this one's kind of a new one. And this is something that I have been thinking about uh, booking. At the time of recording, I have not booked it yet. But certainly, this is something I, I want to bring to everyone's attention. And that is the private journeys option that Royal Caribbean offers. Now, excursions in general are always a fun way to enhance your cruise. There's so many great places you're going to be going, right? And there's so many different choices out there. And I will tell you, regardless of the cruise port you're talking about, it could be Nassau, it could be Cozumel, it could be Rome, it could be London. I mean, there, there's Port Canaveral. Uh, there's The bottom line is there's so much to do in these ports. And maybe it's about stepping out of what you've usually done and trying something completely new. And the thing is, a lot of people, sometimes people will tell me, well, you know what, Matt? I'd love to be able to try this thing or that thing. But the issue there is... You know, the Royal Caribbean doesn't offer it. So what do I do? I'd, I'd love to go do something different, but the thing I really want to do in this port, and I've heard so many great things about Royal Caribbean doesn't offer, how do I handle that? And that's where Royal Caribbean Private Journeys come in. Private Journeys is a brand new offering. It just came out in t- late 2016, and it allows guests to have their own, basically their own shore excursion designed just for what they want to do. It's totally customized, totally personalized, but it comes with the... The, 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 the service, the guarantee of a Royal Caribbean shore excursion. So you get to choose exactly what you want to do and when you want to do it, right? You want to go see, you want to do a tour of this particular port. You want to go see A, B, C, and D. And you, you know, and you want to do what, what you want to do when you want to do it because there's other people there with you. And you get to tailor it to your likings. And the best part still is it's just like any Royal Caribbean shore excursion in that, you know, you don't have to worry about the ship, uh, you know, leaving without you. You have that that same guarantee that the ship will wait for you or rather Royal Caribbean will get you to the to back to the ship no matter what. And also the other thing is it's not really up to you necessarily 
to figure it out. Maybe you have a vague idea, like you're saying, you know what, I want to go. To, we're going to St. Thomas. I would love to do something a little bit different, a little more personalized. I don't know what it is. Royal Caribbean Private Journeys have, and they partner with different tour guides in the area who can specialize in this, and they provide their expertise to be able to help you figure this all out. Now, in a, the the first thing I thought of was, okay, how how much money is this going to cost me? Honestly, not that bad. Now, I've been looking at one particular port. This is not representative of all of them, but I will share that I looked at a four-hour excursion in, in Curacao, which obviously is an island in the southern Caribbean, and I was looking at that for for my family of four, and it's in the ballpark of about, uh, let's say, 500 to $600 for, like I said, about four hours. It's not egregious if you think about the hourly charge and the fact this is being custom-tailored to me and it's private transportation and air conditioning and all that kind of stuff. It's not terrible. Is it the cheapest excursion ever? No, but then again, it's being completely customized. And more importantly, it comes with that guarantee of getting back to the ship, which is what for a lot of times when you're looking at some of these more adventurous excursions, you may have that concern. Like, oh, I'd love to do it, but I'm, I'm not really willing to roll the dice on 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 you know doing it on my own, so to speak. And this is, I think, quite honestly, a great a compromise. Now, if you're interested in private journeys, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can call Royal Caribbean or Private Journeys directly. Their phone number is 844-571-7851. Or better yet, I've done this all through email. It's actually really easy. Just send them an email, private journeys, private journeys, one word, at rccl.com. In either case, they've been very, very uh, uh, easy to work with and they customize I told them exactly here's what I want to do and they kind of came back with me with some ideas and times and prices and you can customize say you know what let's let's take this out or let's add something back in there I'd love to be able to as an example I was like you know what I want to do lunch somewhere how can we work that in there and you know they gave me some options there so it's, it's a neat idea I'll give them that and obviously if I do follow through with this I will be sure to report about it on realcommonblog.com but I think the the promise of this is really cool, and I'm really uh, liking it quite a bit. So private journeys can be a great way to make for a memorable time on shore. And the last one, this one is something that a lot of people try, and I'm a big fan of it, and I think you should do this, especially if you've never done it before, is a backstage tour of the ship. Royal Caribbean offers these. You can book them before your cruise via the cruise planner, and these are basically backstage tours of areas like the bridge, the engine room, and other areas of the ship, the galley. Uh, where you really see how the magic happens, so to speak. And if you've never done a backstage tour, I will tell you it is absolutely worth the cost to it because it is really cool to be able to see how it works. And just being up on the bridge or being in the galley, those two places alone are worth the price because of how cool an experience it is. And being able to share that with someone, like, you know, I'm thinking about we're going on a cruise, maybe taking my dad who would love to be able to go up on the bridge because he is that kind of a guy and loves that kind of stuff. I could, I, that, this would be a wonderful, hey, thanks for coming cruising with us present, right? And a backstage tour is is, is a really cool thing to do. And again, you can book this through Royal Caribbean's website. And it's really a, an, an easy way to uh, enhance the cruise experience and, and also uh, while, while, you know, trying and, and exploring a different part of the ship you don't know normally have access to now there's also other ones I, I promise you guys five but you know what in the course of this there were other ones i also wanted to mention because i do think they have a place in here and i think for different structure and folks it may make sense certainly upgrading your cabin that's an obvious one i wanted to i think it's it's certainly worth imp- talking about but i think inevitably it's something that a lot of people think about but anyway you know, going for a different kind of uh, type of stateroom. Maybe usually say in an inside you upgrade to a balcony or maybe you go for a suite. Look for guarantee rooms if you're trying to splurge but not break the bank. Guarantee rooms are basically their real company is going to say, we're going to promise you this category room or higher 
And we're, but we don't know which room yet. You're, you'll be assigned to you later on, somewhere between when you book the cruise and when you actually get on board. It'll eventually be assigned to you. And I did this actually on Harmony of the Seas. I booked a neighborhood balcony guarantee. I didn't know which room it was. I didn't even know what kind of neighborhood balcony it would be. Ended up being a great room on the boardwalk balcony. And the best part about a guarantee room is it helps you save money because it's a lot cheaper than actually picking the room. Basically, it gives the Royal Caribbean more flexibility in that they can sell specific rooms and use you as kind of a filler in the end. And I really like it quite a bit. So uh, certainly booking a suite, hey, if you really want to go for it, that's a great thing to do because of the amazing uh, amenities that come with with many of the suites. So certainly upgrading your cabin can be a good one and not the cheapest option, but depending on pricing, you never know. A lot of times you might find, if especially if you book far enough in advance, that the price difference between a balcony and a suite, not that much more. So something that I think is, is important to, uh, to talk about. Also, we kind of talked about this with when we were talking about the um, the dinner out. How about really dressing up on formal night? You know, I often tell people the reason why I like formal night is other than on a cruise, do you ever find that when else do you get to dress up, right? Well, it's either going to be for work if you're one of those people who has to get dressed up all the time for work or a wedding, someone else's wedding because odds are you probably already got married or, or a funeral, right? In all three cases, eh, not quite the same thing. I mean, unfortunately, senior proms are, are way past our time here. And, you know, the, but that's what I love about a cruise because even though you don't have to, maybe one time you get really dressed up on formal night and go take a lot of photos. Don't forget, Royal Caribbean offers photography throughout the ship, especially on formal nights, to take really memorable photos. And I love having an opportunity to really, you know, maybe you go out to the, to the, to the department store before your cruise, pick out something really nice, a new outfit, a new suit. And bring that on board the cruise and take some photos that are really going to be the kind of photos. Maybe use it for Christmas cards later on this year. Maybe it's just to finally replace that photo on the mantle that's been sitting up there from, you know, the late 90s. It doesn't matter which one it is. The point is it's an opportunity to dress up, feel like a million dollars. And, you know, not only that, then you get to – it's not just about the photo, right? You're enjoying being dressed up for dinner. You're enjoying going to the bars, to the shows. I mean, I got to tell you, when you when you feel like a million dollars, it kind of enhance you get a little pep in your step. You know what I mean? And certainly, uh, I think dressing up can be a fun thing, especially when you go above and beyond what you usually do. And, of course, there's also ways – other ways to splurge. Uh, the spa, the Vitality Spa, a great way if you're looking to do that. I don't know for my wife, if there's any way I want to ever reward my wife, she would tell me, number one with a bullet, get her a, a massage at the spa, something a little bit different. You could do uh, maybe a couple's massage. You could do some, a different kind of treatment you've never done before. There's some great options. I do recommend when you're talking about the, the spa, oftentimes you'll hear me talk about in general, oh, you should always pre-book you know, this, dining, drink packages and whatnot. But actually with the spa, I think you're better off waiting to get on board the ship. I find there's a lot more onboard specials, especially during port days, where you can really have something nice. And maybe the way you make a memorable cruise isn't by buying the most expensive uh, treatment, but by buying multiple treatments, right? Having her or him, whoever this is, have an opportunity to really relax and 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 you know and, and enjoy that kind of uh, of an experience where it's not just oh we're gonna go to the spa once we're gonna go to the spa a couple times right and that can be a nice thing. Also, don't forget uh, on certain Royal Caribbean ships they have the thermal spa. Now the thermal spa is available on Radiance class ships and Oasis class ships 
and I believe also uh, Quantum Clash, if I'm not mistaken. But these are special areas where you can buy like almost day passes, and they sell them usually for the duration of the cruise. You can go in there. There's like a there's a rainforest shower. There's saunas. There's steam rooms, and uh, they're the best part, honestly. These these uh, heated chairs. They're not chairs. They're like lounge chairs, and they're, they're they're made out of rocks, and they heat up the rocks, and you go in there, and then you forget what your name is because it's that good. <laughs> you know, basically, it's an opportunity to go in there and relax when you want. It's on demand, and they only offer a certain amount of passes. During the cruise, so you should go there on the spa on day one and buy that. But there's a lot of different kind of treatments you can take advantage of, regardless of which ship you're on. And it's it's honestly kind of hard to go wrong with with a massage, as they say on board. And I don't think you can, uh, you know, you can you can definitely uh, miss out on something like that. And um, uh, you know, I I think about all of this when you're looking back on all these more. I, I promised you guys five, and I think that I just gave you like nine, but. I think it's about trying something new. Maybe it's new to you, right? Zip lining, kayaking, fishing, parasailing, right? Uh, maybe booking cabana, um, you know, trying snorkeling. Maybe you've never read snorkeling before. There's so many different things, and I think this, the answer to this inevitably may be personalized. It may be special. It'll differ. There's no one generic answer that's going to work for everybody, but I really feel like the more you can – uh, the more you can get out of your usual habits, especially if you're new to cru- if you're not new to cruising, that that's a big part of it. And if you are new to cruising, well, plan your cruise accordingly, but add in different things there, right? Maybe you were like, well, I was planning on booking, you know, this kind of a scenario. Maybe you go for a different one, or you know, we were going to go to Labadee and we we're just going to go to the beach. But after hearing about this, maybe I will try that cabana as a way to do it. Uh, I guess the only warning I would tell you about all these <laughs> is that they may end up causing you to say. You know, this is a great splurge. I can't go back after this. <laughs> it just changes the way you cruise. I, it, I no apologies about that kind of uh, that that the kind of collateral damage, if you will. <laughs> but I'm hoping that's the worst you can say about these. Hey, that's not a bad problem to have. All right, it's time to answer your listener emails. And of course, every single week, I want to hear from you guys. Even if you emailed me before, I want to hear from you again. If you've never emailed me before, well, then hey, this is your invitation. Basically. This part of the show is dedicated to you and what you want to talk about Royal Caribbean related. Maybe you have a question about your upcoming cruise. Maybe you read something on royalcaribbeanblog.com and gosh darn it, you want to talk about it. You have a thought about it. Maybe you just heard something about what I just said about how to make your cruise memorable. Whatever's on your mind about Royal Caribbean, let's talk about it here. And it's very easy. All you have to do is send me an email, matt, M-A-T-T, at royalcaribbeanblog.com, matt, at royalcaribbeanblog.com. Don't forget to include your name and where you're from so I can give you credit and then you can play it back for your friends and family and totally they'll be impressed by it. I guarantee you. <laughs> Our first email this week comes to us from Jeff in North Ridgeville, Ohio. Hey, Matt. Once again, thanks for great information. As I mentioned before, my wife and I are taking the same navigator sailing as you are doing in March, so we're waiting to hear the pre and post shows on that. Question for you. I wanted to pre-book some spa services, but a lot that was showing up before the cruise planner are not there anymore. Does that mean they're sold out, or do they just leave room for onboard booking to make more money? Thanks for everything. Great question, Jeff. And the answer to this, this is true of the spa, this is true of the restaurants, and pretty much everything else. I have found that the inventory online is not indicative of the inventory on board. Let me give you a great example. We were looking at doing a short excursion in St. Thomas on, I forget which cruise this was. This was a, oh, it was Freedom of the Seas. Uh, not the group cruise, the one before that. So for those of you keeping score at home, it was a couple of years ago. And we really wanted to try the Paradise Point tram tour. We heard about it. We saw about it. And then when we went to go book it. It wasn't available on online anymore on the cruise line. We said, oh, no, we waited too long. Oh, 
And of course, inevitably, this was my fault, right? Because I took too long to book it. <laughs> uh, as the husband, that's our that's our role. And I and I said, okay, honey, don't worry. Let's wait till we get on board the ship. And we'll figure it out. Maybe we can just go there, and, you know, to the place directly. And I mean, long story short, we get to the the ship on board the ship. No problem at all, Mister Hodgeberg. They were able to book it for us on board. The same is true for the spa. They, I don't think that the fact that you don't see the hot stone massage on there is not indicative of the fact you can't get a hot stone massage. Far from it. I highly doubt that's the case. You'll be able to take care of it, Jeff. I would recommend probably going there sooner than later. Uh, and then, that being said, the reason to book a spa service in advance, you know, I think quite honestly, there's only two reasons I can think of. Number one is you want a specific day and time, and it's got to be that day and time. Or number and or number two, you want to split up the cost of the cruise. You know, someone's giving you, hey, Jeff, happy birthday. Here's a hundred bucks to so give yourself a nice massage on board, and you know that money is burning a hole in your pocket, or it just makes more sense for you to spend it here. You know, you can do that. Uh, other than that, I really, as I said earlier in this episode, Jeff, I think you're better off actually waiting to get on board. There's a lot more specials that are available, and I always find, I typically find actually that the prices are cheaper. Occasionally, there are cruise planner sales. We've seen that in the past. It's not always the case, so it doesn't hurt to check. But if you don't see any discounts available on board online, Jeff, you can wait to get on board. And certainly, I think in your case, yes, you'll be fine waiting to get on board the ship and getting the exact uh, treatment you'll have. I would be quite shocked, honestly, if they didn't have exactly what you're looking for, Jeff. It's a good question, though, and a lot of folks go through that as well. Our next email is from Joyce. Right, so I'm, at, I'm trying to decide whether to purchase the alcohol drink package for my upcoming cruise. This is 20% off right now. Since I've not purchased one before, I have a couple of questions that I did not see answered on the blog. Can any of the drinks, like coffee, juice, or cocktails, be brought by room service, or do I have to get them myself? What about the room steward bringing bottled water? Since the gratuity is included in the price, do I need to tip the server again, or am I covered? With the juice, can I get two glasses of breakfast, or am I limited to one? I'll also be getting Coke with breakfast, as I do not drink coffee. I appreciate your assistance, as your answers will help me decide if I get the drink package or not. I enjoy the blog and read it daily. Thank you so much. Man, the pressure's on. I gotta make sure I get this answer right. The good answer, the good news is I got a lot, all the answers for you, Joyce. So... First of all, you're seeing the 20% off on the drink package. First and foremost, you didn't ask for it specifically, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're going to buy a drink package, and this is true for everybody, you should buy the drink package before your cruise. Take advantage of that sale. The price on board will be more expensive. This is not marketing. I know a lot of times we see, oh, there's a discount. Sure, sure, sure. No. In fact, it's not. It is cheaper online. Book it before your cruise. Do yourself a favor. Not to mention, embarkation day lines for drink packages tend to be on the long side. Don't waste your time. Get on board, have it ready to go, buy it online. So, on your questions, can you can any of the drinks that you get through the drink package be brought by room service or the room steward? The answer is no. There are t- there is only really well, there's a couple exceptions, but one of the big exceptions to where you cannot use your drink package is through room service. Not allowed. Uh, that's the, pretty much the only glaring one. Otherwise, you can go to any bar and bring it back to your room. That's no problem at all, Joyce. And depending on what ship you're on, that may or may not be a a walker of it in and of itself. I know that, uh, I, as an example, on the smaller ships, like the Radiance and Vision class ships, oftentimes there are rooms that are just down the hall from bars like the R Bar or, or something from the Centrum, so it's easy to get that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you can bring stuff back to your room, but room service is not covered by the drink package, so keep that in mind. And also, you asked about room service bring bottled water. No, not again. You can pay for it in addition to, but you're better off just getting the going and getting yourself. In fact, quite I found many times you can tell when you're ordering a drink, like you're going there to get your lava flow, which is my favorite drink to get on board. And you say, hey, can I also grab a bottle of water while I'm here? 
oftentimes the bartenders are cool with it, no problem at all. Now, you also asked about gratuity. Yes, the gratuity is included in the price. You do not need a tip on top of unless you want to. You should see in the receipt you get back from the server a cost of $0.00, and you will see that gratuity is included. Now, there is a line to tip on top of it, and a lot of people think that they have to, so they attack on another dollar or two. You don't, you certainly can, but keep in mind that the drink packages include gratuity. You also asked with the juice, can I get two glasses at breakfast or am I limited to one? Absolutely not. You can get uh, two. I will point out that many times they enforce the one at a time rule. So you may have to add like, you know, a glass of whatever, the fresh squeezed glass of orange juice, right? And they may have to go back and get another one. You can't get like, can I get two? Now, of course, Joyce, if uh, you and someone else you're cruising with happen to both have the drink package and you have their cards with you, yes, you can get two. You can show them here. I've got two cards, two drinks, please. So there. And also, of course, you want to, you just mentioned getting Coke with breakfast. No problem at all. That's included in your drink package there. So I hope I answered your questions to your satisfaction. And I will tell you that uh, in my experience, I'm not worried about the, the room service thing. I mean, I'm not. You know what's funny is I really rarely use room service. I, it's always something I always over. I never think about, never remember. I think about it when I'm at home because I'm always thinking about being on a cruise <laughs> and I wish I was on board a ship. But I'm on board. I just, it kind of a. I forget about it oftentimes, but if you need a drink, you're going to have to get it. You have to go out and get it yourself. It's not included in the drink package. So Joyce, hope that answered your question. Thank you so much for the email. And we'll go on to our next email, which is from Hubert who writes, if we're on a cruise and wish to order a drink or a wine bottle, can you take the drink back to your room? Can you use room service to order the item from the drink package? Man, is, is there an echo in here? <laughs> it's a good question. And the answer, of course, as you know, is you can't bring a drink back to your room. You cannot use room service to order from the drink package. However, anything you order on board, let's say you go to a bar, Vintages, right? And you buy a bottle of wine and you only drink a sip of it, whatever. You can bring that back to the room. You can do whatever you want. You can bring it anywhere else on the ship. That's fine. So, yes, a lot of people are worried about this. Oh, you know, I'm going to go to the main dining room and order a bottle of wine or Giovanni's table or wherever. And, you know, if I'm not going to drink it all, you can bring it back to the room. Alternatively... If you order that wine bottle, you can actually have them store it for you, Hubert. So what I mean by that is you're in the main dining room or you're in shops or where Izumi, and you order a bottle of wine and you only drink half of it, right? You're only human. And what you can do, you can take it back with you if you'd like to, or they can store it for you. What they're going to do is put your name and your stateroom number in a centralized location, and they will retrieve it for you the next night or the night after or whenever you want it. In fact, you can get it from different restaurants. Maybe you buy the... You buy it in, as I mentioned, Chops Grill, but the next night you're in back in the main dining room, they can go get it from there. It's no problem at all. All they need is your room number and your name. They'll be able to find it for you. I've done this many times, and I love this service because, you know what? I don't want to have to lug around a bottle of wine. I don't want to have to remember to bring a bottle of wine. That's always the hard part is remembering to bring it with you. So having them store it for you a whole lot easier, and they can absolutely take care of that for you, Hubert. It's a good question, though. Next, we have an email from my very good friend, Mark Pizzo, who was just back from Brilliance of the Seas. And Mark uh, sent me a wonderful review here. I'm not going to be able to read it all, Mark, but I want to uh, read the highlights of it. It says, hi, Matt Hope. All is well. Uh, as you know, my family and I sailed on Brilliance of the Seas over Christmas holiday. It was a four-night sailing leaving Tampa and laid us up in Cozumel. We had two cabins, both interior. One was located on Deck 10. The other on Deck 3. The Deck 10 was for the girls, Deck 3 for the guys. We arrived the day before cruises at the downtown Tampa Marriott for one night. They did not offer a complimentary shuttle from the airport. However, we called for an Uber XL, which costs under $10 for the five of us, including all of our luggage, fast and efficient. The next morning, we made our way to the port. Embarkation was quick, about 15 minutes from curb to gangway. Using our advice, we used a porter to speed things up. And also, we didn't have to drag all our luggage around the Windjamer once we boarded I definitely would recommend this type of cruise for anyone who is looking to do something quote-unquote different when celebrating the holiday. The cruise line did a great job of get, making you get into the holiday spirit with holiday decorations and Christmas music playing in the common areas, as well as traditional food offerings such as roast turkey and rack of lamb. 
They had a tree lighting ceremony on Christmas Eve with a countdown before flipping the switch. Santa himself even made an appearance handing out Royal Caribbean branded gifts to the kids. Man, I want Royal Caribbean branded gifts. <laughs> uh, there were also plenty of activities both indoors and out. I tried a day pass for the spa. Oh, that's the uh, Vitality Spa thing I was talking about. And Mark says, it was $30. Uh, the Vitality Spot, it was empty. I had the whole facility to myself. Very clean. Plenty of things to try, such as thermal beds, steam room, sauna, aromatherapy room, a rain shower room, and a very clean locker room with plenty of towels. Had a very nice, relaxing time. One thing that I noticed was the, what different was in the Windjammer one afternoon, they had a make-your-own pizza station where they had individual preformed pizza crust that you added your own choice of sauce along with cheese and toppings. Then the server behind the counter would pop it in the oven and toast it up. Best part was they carried it to your table when it was ready. It eliminated the jumping up and down to see if it was ready. It tasted somewhat like Sorrento's and satisfied our pizza craving. <laughs> um... And there's a lot of other things. I also want to be fair, and let me point out the things that Mark didn't enjoy about the cruise. And he writes, there were a few things I didn't particularly find up to Royal Caribbean's usual standards during our selling. The first was, since I purchased the drink package, I was really looking forward to some good Starbucks drinks during our cruise. No such luck. I've been on other ships like Enchantment of the Seas, where you can get the Starbucks drink offerings at Cafe Latitudes. On this ship, they serve Illy brand coffee products. Not very strong. No rich coffee flavor. Just meh. Had to order everything via double shot of espresso to give it some oomph. But they did offer adult coffees, which I can't get on Enchantment, so bring on the holiday cheer. <laughs> Another small issue occurred on day four. The rooms were not made up until 5.15 p.m. Now, it could be because it was Christmas Day, and I'm thinking the staff was given a bit of a break and allowed to relax for the holiday, but it was a little bit inconvenient as we were trying to get ready for Christmas dinner, and the room stewards were occupying our cabins, which made things somewhat awkward. Uh, the small spiral kitty slide in the back of the ship didn't seem to be working during our cruise, and also, Rita's Cantina, no bueno, nothing more to say, so... Overall, a fun way to celebrate the holidays and let someone else do the cooking and cleaning. Mark, great email, by the way. I love this. And Mark sent me wonderful photos I could use on the blog, which is even better. And I am so happy to hear you had a great time, Mark. Mark and I actually sailed together on Harmony of the Seas before this cruise. And I got a chance to meet Mark. He's an awesome guy. Big shout out to him. And this is a wonderful email. And I'm so glad to hear they had a good time on the holidays. And, uh, you know, I think it sounds like you had, a guys, you had a great time. It's interesting about the coffee. I didn't realize that there was no Starbucks. I was on Brilliance of the Seas, as you probably know, in uh, for Thanksgiving 2015. And I'm really struggling to remember about the Starbucks situation, but I didn't have the drink package for that cruise. Maybe that's why I don't remember. Actually, I did have the drink package for that cruise. I have no recollection. Maybe that's why I don't remember any of it. <laughs> that's interesting, Mark. I had no idea, but I appreciate the email. Thank you so much, my friend. And we're going to wrap up this email or this segment, this email segment and this episode of the Royal Command Blog Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here. And of course, I want to hear from you, whether you're Mark or anybody listening I want to hear your thoughts about Royal Caribbean and your questions. This is your opportunity to share them here. So send me an email, matt, M-A-T-T, at royalcaribbeanblog.com. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg, and we'll talk again soon.